Welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. We are wishing you a happy new year in 2022. My name is Nick Tibuzek and with me there is the only boss in the house, Rado Bosic. Hello everyone, happy 2022. Um, hopefully the year is uh, filled with good health, joy and a lot of gains. Um, and thank you everyone for the support in 2021. That's really appreciated. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. So um, we want to give you back a little bit of support for the, for the start of the year, as um, I know a lot of people are always about some, some, some um, yeah, New Year res resolution stuff. And I want to change something in the new year. And we would like to give you a helping hand here and talk about our personal approaches on actually keeping ourselves in shape and uh, how to lose weight easy in this new year of 2022. And um, I would love, love to share my personal experience. And I think I'm going to ask this Don Rado over there for his personal experiences on that and um, if you if you like to you can take some of our experience for yourself all right um in you before this podcast we already talked a little bit about it and Rado told told me that he has been in croatia right now um it's uh, it's been a vacation of three weeks um and when i'm in croatia i mean i have two grandmas there And also a lot of eating outside with friends, uh, some alcohol as well. Sleep wasn't as good because you just want to try and fill out your day as much as you can. And uh, also when you have every night being a night out, uh, it's going to affect your, your body weight and your body composition. And then uh, I was up to 92, 92 kilograms at one point, one point in Croatia, which is like a four kilo increase from when I first got there. And uh, obviously also saw a change, a visual change in the mirror. Um, even though I managed to train consistently and maintain a consistent training schedule, I mean, it's inevitable because I kind of went away from the habits that I usually had here in Germany. Um, it's obviously going to have a certain effect on the number on the scale, but also how I look and how I feel. So um, I got into 2022 with <laughs> a bit of chubbiness and some extra weight, but um, I think this is normal and usual for most people. And I think a really important message to send out there is that you shouldn't freak out and you shouldn't be paranoid about it. Um, those moments with your loved ones are probably most important, more, more important than what you see in the mirror and uh, what the number on the scale is. And uh, I think learning to appreciate that and learning not to worry about the change that might happen And instead of that, enjoy the time with your loved ones and not restrict, restrict yourself too much. And how much you eat is very important. Of course, you don't want to go to the other extreme and completely indulge yourself into foods and have no uh, quote unquote restric restrictions and no borders. You still want to be a bit careful with how much you eat and uh, still stay in certain reasonable boundaries, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. That was pretty much uh, my story. And right now I'm uh, back in Germany and uh, I told my coach just by arriving here, I'm probably going to be losing two to three kilos because 
here I have the structure, I have structured uh, a structured sleeping schedule, I eat at home all the time, I cook for myself, I know what I'm eating, and I also have a lot of a lot more work to do, I move more throughout the day. And all of that is just going to play together in me actually coming back to my initial weight and losing some of that uh, body fat that I gained. All right. So what I, what I actually took from that is um, having a good structure is pretty much one of the most important key points to, to uh, stay in shape and get back into shape if you may be a little bit overweight. Um, so I think that that's something super important can you can you tell us a little bit about um how you think what what kind of structures might be extremely useful from your experience yeah for me like uh, if i first off maintain a consistent sleeping schedule that's going to ensure that i have consistent meal times um if i have a day where i don't sleep well or i wake up earlier i'm probably going to be eating more and more often And that's automatically going to bring me into a caloric surplus and me actually gaining weight because of that. So if I wake up at the same time every day and go to sleep every day, um, at the same time, that's uh, probably going to ensure that I eat in a consistent way. And then according to that, actually time my meals. So I'm going to have breakfast then probably a snack and then lunch, snack again, and then some dinner. Uh, round about at the same time and having that is just going to allow me, you know, not to eat any extra meals, which might interfere with my goal of losing weight in this case. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I think that that's a very important one. Um, yeah. From from what, what I would love to add on, on that is um, I think most people may know, especially when, when this overweighing things uh, happen is you might have Yeah, saw yourself uh, quite a quite some time in this situation where you just are in a situation where you just you're like oh, I could eat something, and this classic more like you you're not really hungry but you just like to eat something and for that I I, I have my my personal issues with that uh, definitely so. I, I do have my personal tactics for that now. I would like to share them and then I, I need you to, to share yours. Um, I have, I have like, like two things that help me a lot with that. Um, first of all, when I, I have this, this feeling, okay, I could eat something, I'm maybe in the mood for something sweet or something like that. I'm, I'm definitely up for, okay, get yourself a glass of water, half a liter and get that down completely exit <laughs> and that that most of the time helps me a lot because what, what, what i experienced with myself a lot of a lot of the times um yeah you're drinking right now a, a little bit of water i see that i see <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> i'm implementing the advice right away <laughs> i experienced myself um just being a little bit of thirsty and um Maybe maybe I did prime myself to when I eat something, I also drink something. So I'm 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 eating something and then I'm gonna get my, my water or something. Um, but drinking the water most of the time really helps me with that. And the second thing that also helps me most of the time, just brush my teeth or putting in maybe like like a fisherman's friend or something. To have this fresh feeling in my in my mouth again and then 
I don't have this feeling of I need something sweet or something anymore. So these two things are gotcha. my go-to things here. What are yours? That's that's super interesting. Um, for me, what's been really valuable is kind of getting to know the physiological side of things and what's the background to feeling hungry, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you you kind of when you get to know to differentiate between the difference of the of appetite and hunger, you kind of get to know, okay, am I am I hungry in this situation? Because hunger is gonna be driven by physiological markers like hormones, like uh, really being hungry, the, the body's need to actually get energy in. And appetite is more connected to emotions and uh, the physiological side, of, the uh, psychological side of things, I'm sorry. And then um, like, if I see myself, okay, uh, I'm getting this urge to eat something, I'm kind of trying to um, analyze myself from the outside in a way from a more objective standpoint of things and ask myself, are you hungry? Or are you just trying to eat out, out of boredom? You know, is this really the need of your body to get energy in? Or are you just trying to fill your time with something, you know? Mm-hmm. And together with that also, like, uh, the question I like to ask myself is, before I put anything in my mouth, uh, as funny as it may sound, like, uh, is this really bringing me something? Is this bringing me to the next step that I want to go to? Or is this actually taking me back and not bringing me anything? Mm-hmm. You know, like really trying to implement this mindful approach to eating and being aware of what you're eating um, just puts a completely different layer to nutrition in general because way too often we're just eating out of habit and eating out of patterns instead of eating out of intention, you know, and, you know, wanting to improve and better ourselves through nutrition. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's something you mentioned right here. This this habit thing is something that's so hard for most people because uh, as an example, I, I experienced myself with that a lot of times when when it's when you've done all the work and it's in the evening, you may be on the couch reading a book or maybe Netflixing a little bit, stuff like that. And then you see yourself just grabbing some sweets. It might not be a lot, but it is some kind of, of stuff that you that you eat. And what I learned for myself, what works so well um, at that point, I know, okay, Nick, you got yourself again here having this appetite and you can't get it out of your head. And everybody knows that feeling. You just have this appetite thing. And what helps me a lot with that is actually, because the, the thing with that is, you feel like you lose quality of life when you brush your teeth all the time and just drink a little bit of water and stuff like that. And that, and at these times, you know, you, you think like, Oh, fucking hell, I just have no life. And um, what helped me a lot with that is just t- going with the, with this habit, but changing the habit in a way that it might be helpful for myself. So one thing that I learned for myself is just throw these sweets away and just don't have them at home. That's one thing, because if you don't have them, you can't take them. And the other part of it is maybe there's a possibility to use this habit in a different way. And um, what helped me a lot is just cutting an apple into some apple pieces like your mom maybe did for you in the past <laughs> these classic things and just having an apple instead of some chocolate 
And it's still, I mean, come on, who doesn't like a good apple? And, or, or maybe a mango or something like that, you know? Whatever yeah. it is, but having just a fruit or something, even though, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of actually eating paprika or tomatoes and stuff like that. So I always have these little snack tomatoes at home. And um, um, uh, same goes for paprika when you just cut it into pieces and eat some pieces of paprika. That's still something that hasn't, has not that much calories. It tastes amazing. And you, you still have have this feeling of I did something good for myself. I did eat something, but I still eat something that that might be good for me because for me, I always feel like when I eat vegetables or, or fruits and something like that, okay, I did myself a favor here. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha on that. Uh, for me, it's uh, it's been very similar. Um, although I found out that if I completely cut off uh, quote unquote junk food that it's very easy for me to get back to old patterns and actually indulge in them a bit too much up to the extent where I get a negative effect. So for me, it's like uh, a more sustainable approach to still have those foods, but um, restrict myself in a way in how much I eat them. You know, uh, sure, have some chocolate, but don't eat the whole chocolate. Take two pieces. It's good for the soul. You know, it's going to still give you the same feeling, the same sensations, and you're going to still enjoy it. And the rest of the chocolate probably won't bring you anything than those extra calories. And in some cases, um, which is sadly true, people regret it then, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have this negative emotion to towards food and towards, towards yourself. And you can really easily get into this negative loop of just continuing to, to indulge in those patterns. So um, sure, um, maybe try and switch, switch these snacks with some uh, healthier options. Uh, but if you feel like, okay, this is not really sustainable for me and I still have cravings, um, yeah, implement those quote-unquote junk foods, but uh, be careful in how much you implement them. You know, like don't take a full bag of chips with yourself and then watch Netflix. Just take a serving of a cup, you know, and that's it. That's it for the night. You still enjoy it. You still have it and you're not, um, you don't have to worry about it affecting yeah. your uh, body composition goals. You know, that. that's, that's been something that I try to implement. You know what? What what I also experienced myself being pretty good with um, is I exchanged this chocolate thing with the protein chocolate pudding things yeah. that you can buy everywhere in the supermarket nowadays. So um, that's that's just again something where I just go into that and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing myself a favor. That's just some more protein. And it just helps me on the emotional side of it. I did have, I, I did just satisfy my appetite on something chocolatey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And still had the more 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 protein with it, and not so much fat and uh, carbs and stuff like that. Um, because one thing that I definitely learned, and I, I think everybody can take that away from here, is. The more protein you eat, the better you go. It helps not only me, but most of our clients so much to increase the protein intake massively. And by that, I really have to say, most of the time you hear stuff like one gram to two gram of protein per day, uh, per, per, per body weight. 
per kg of body weight. I'm sorry for being so lazy-minded. I don't know. Um, but um, I actually would go for like at least three grams of protein per um, kg of body weight. Just just go with that for like two months or something and experience yourself how, what it does to your body. And I saw that so, so many times that it just changed the body into being more lean just by switching up this little small thing. I mean, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's incredible. Like once I started tracking and tracking my protein intake, and trying to get that up to a number of uh, 200 grams, which was uh, at that time, like around about three grams per kilogram of body weight. Um, like, just as you said, in this time frame of one to two months, um, the body recomposition that I did, I mean, it was incredible that the body weight didn't change at all. You know, the number on the scale stayed the same, but visually uh, just a lot more muscle mass, less body fat. And generally I was feeling a lot better because um, I was recovering better because of more protein. And also what protein does, it's, it's just keeping you satiated for a longer period of time, which is obviously a big plus if you are in a caloric deficit and you are seeking to lose weight. Absolutely. So I think with this, with this we can actually end the episode. So for, for today, the next one will come up. So hope you guys can uh, take a lot of stuff from this. I think we we shared some 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 valuable information from our personal experience here, and um, hope you you guys really liked what you what you heard here. Please let us know in the comments of something, or maybe share it on your social media and tag us. That would be amazing. Thank you guys for listening, and hope you guys have a amazing start into the new year, being in shape and being in a position where you can position yourself for an amazing year of 2022. Have a good one and see you in the next episode.